In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we commemorate actually two different commemorations. One, we have a great feast of our Lord, the meeting of our Lord in the temple, where the Theotokos and Joseph bring the Christ child to the temple there in Jerusalem. And as they are presenting Christ to the temple, they are met by Simeon, the elder, and Anna, the prophetess. We also commemorate today the Sunday of Zacchaeus, which means, if you understand where we're at in the calendar, that in the horizon, Lent is beginning to reveal itself in all of its splendor. (laughs) This morning, I would like us to take a look, a close look at St. Simeon and Anna. And children, I would like you to especially... Uh, open your ears and listen, because I'm going to repeat a, bit, a little bit of the section of the gospel, and then I'm going to ask you a question or two, okay? Behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was just, devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms, blessed God, and said. So children, if someone was to ask you, what was St. Simeon doing? Or what was St. Simeon like? What would you say? You you, you don't have to whisper. What? He loved God very much. He loved loved God very much, and he was waiting for the birth of the Messiah, yes. What else would you say about Simeon? Yes, June. Um, um, He loved God with all his heart, and he wanted to see Jesus' birth. Because? Because it works. (laughs) he was a just man and there's one other word that I'm waiting for yes holy Holy, yes actually uh, that was kind of a I was given it's a lob there for you I'm waiting for something Saint Simeon yes Jonas He he was devoted to God and he was devoted to God and just and devout So what was he doing? He was at the temple, and he was waiting at the temple. Were you going to get it? Yes, you were. You were going to get it. (laughs) He was waiting. Simeon was a patient man. And in his patience, as he sat there at the temple, as the Holy Spirit had revealed to him, God is going to come. And I'm sure at certain points... As the sun was setting on yet another day, he looked down at his little sundial watch and he said, I wonder when this is going to be. Anna. I'm going to read a little portion about Anna again from the gospel. There's one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. 
She was of great age and lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who looked for the redemption in Jerusalem. So, children, what was Anna like? Yes. She was devoted to seeing the Messiah. Yes. Yes, June. She was a saint. Yes. Maybe some teenagers. We're letting all the, the, the youth do. How about teenagers? What else can we say about Anna? Don't be shy. Oh, what was that? She was old. She was very old. The, the gospel underlines this for us. She was of great age, and she was also, there's something else about her. Yes? She was a widow. What does a widow mean? Her husband had died, right? Sorry, Ellie, I took that from you. Anna was a prophetess. This also means that she was like Simeon. She was one of the Holy Spirit, the one that the Holy Spirit was upon who spoke truth. She was of great age, and she was a widow. And she spent, like Simeon, all of her time at the temple waiting. But it specifically underlines her devotion. She served God with fastings and prayers night and day. We have before us two icons of Simeon and Anna of a particular holiness, a holiness of patience and of waiting, but also not idle waiting or idle patience. They filled their time with, as the scriptures tell us, fastings and prayers night and day. How was Abel, Abel, how was Simeon able to come to the spirit, in the spirit to the temple? One of the things that jumped out at me about the gospel and reading it this time around is that when Simeon knew that was Christ was coming, he comes by the spirit to the temple. And then Anna has her own way of getting to the temple. It says coming in that instant. Fascinating. We have long periods of time. Simeon sitting, waiting, and waiting, and waiting. Anna, very old. You can probably see her bent over with the cane. Again, saying goodnight to Simeon as they make their way back home. Day in, day out. But this, she comes in an instant. When the Lord appears. How were they able to do this? Their patience, their waiting, was full. It was not a uh, waiting for Godot situation where we just sit around and talk aimlessly. It was not just filling the void with whatever we can until the Lord comes. It was full of fastings and prayers night and day. It is very common for us in this day and age to think 
that holiness uh, or the revelation of God to us is something that will just kind of occur. If we hang around every once in a while, maybe if we show up, God is going to reveal himself. And if God doesn't reveal himself to me, that's okay. Because there's about three different ways in which we think about holiness or God's revelation to us and how we relate to God. One of this is that we relate to God mostly through ideas. We like to think about God. And maybe if we like to think about God, uh, it's not necessarily prayer, but we especially like to think about God when somebody else has either the wrong opinion about God or they want to chew the fat about God. And there's a lot of talk. We can talk about God. We can talk about the scriptures. We can talk about all things around that. But this does not seem what Simeon and Anna, they were not sitting there debating uh, the timing of the book of Daniel and the prophecy of Daniel. They were not sitting uh, debating uh, whether or not the, the last Messiah who came along was worthy or not. They were waiting with fastings and prayers night and day. Another way of relating to God, of course, is through our feelings. And if Simeon and Anna had spent all the time waiting in the temple, depending upon their feelings, well, I don't know about you, but my feelings tend to change maybe sometimes hour upon the hour, maybe from morning to afternoon, depending on whether or not I've eaten anything or I've had my cup of coffee. Feelings flow. Feelings come and they go. And we're surrounded, you just turn on the television, flip on YouTube, and you look at people as they talk about God, or as they want you to think about God and maybe have feelings, and there's usually an address at the bottom of the screen where you can send your uh, PayPal uh, them money or send the check. I don't know, I've never, I haven't checked on a televangelist. Do they still do checks in the mail now? I feel like that would be uh, a little old school now. Salvation is not something that we achieve through what our ideas or our feelings. And salvation, our attempt for holiness, is not reserved only for special people. It can be very easy for us to think of Simeon and Anna and all those that were surrounded around us and think, this is the Hall of Fame. And I know baseball and I know football. And not everybody gets into the Hall of Fame. So these are the ones who've made it. They're the special ones, the ones set aside. But every single one of these saints that we're surrounded by, and with Simeon and Anna, they are no different from us. They're not in a Hall of Fame in the sense that they were set aside from birth and that they had some special uh, privilege They were a man and a woman who were waiting upon the Lord. Our salvation, our attempt to live holy lives does not happen by accident or because of what we think or because of how we feel or because we're some some kind of inborn aptitude. No one stumbles 
into holiness. You're kind of wandering around and all of a sudden you find yourself, I guess I'm holy. I've thought the right thoughts. I've had some feelings. Now, I guess I'm holy. We typically stumble not towards holiness, but in the opposite direction. Holiness is for all of us. And holiness is achieved, especially as we see in the example of Simeon and Anna, through all of the small things that we're called to be faithful in. They sat waiting patiently in the temple for the revelation of their Lord. They did prayers. They fasted. Note that the text says night and day. So this was not just I punch in the the time card, right? I've got in my prayers uh, Sunday morning, 9 to 11. Good, I'm good for the week. You have Simeon and Anna. They are, I don't know if they have a punch card. They probably don't even have a punch card. They just know I'm on the clock. Christ is coming. It is time to fast and it is time to pray. Holiness is achieved through our repentance that's crowned and empowered by confession. Holiness is achieved through our singing of the psalms and the hymns of the church so that our hearts and our minds are changed. Holiness is achieved through attending the services of the church. For where were Simeon and Anna? But at church, at the temple, night and day. Their example puts before us an example of patient waiting and patient doing because our waiting for our Lord to reveal himself to us and it's very often we feel like the Lord has not revealed himself to us and yet we're not filling our time of waiting with anything but idleness if we are to imitate Simeon and Anna if we are to fill our nights and days with prayers and fastings and the life of the church This is how we are ready when the Theotokos arrives and hands Christ to us, as Simeon does. One of the most touching moments of this entire feast that we celebrate is Simeon, this man who has waited for years and years and years, not only seeing our Lord, not knowing that he's appeared, not having the feelings that he's appeared, but actually touching and holding, cradling, because this is the baby we're talking about here, cradling our Lord. Lent is coming. And we have an opportunity, like Simeon and Anna, to, in our own little ways, as the church gives us opportunity, to stand and wait for the revelation of our Lord in Pascha. And we read this morning about Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus, uh, when he can't see the Lord, what does Zacchaeus do? He runs ahead and he climbs into a tree. Everyone knows Zacchaeus. There's a nice song. Zacchaeus sees that Christ is coming. We see Christ is coming. We know Pascha is coming. We know Lent is coming. And so a question comes before us. If we're going to be like Simeon and Anna, and especially Zacchaeus, we know Lent is coming. So let us start preparing now. Let us not wait 
with idleness and then Lent comes and it's the third week of Lent. You're like, oh yeah, it's Lent. I'm very familiar with this pattern. Zacchaeus goes and he runs ahead. He climbs into the tree. He gets out of the everyday and the hustle and bustle in the crowd. And he looks for our Lord and he waits for him there. So may God, through the prayers of Zacchaeus, Simeon, and Anna, prepare our hearts and our minds to receive Christ, to receive him today in Holy Communion, to receive him day and night as we go forward, and to aid us in all of our preparations to have a good and holy Lent, and so that our Paschal celebrations, while two, three months away, are still in our horizon and still here to enlighten us, make our hearts glad so that we can come into the temple by the Spirit and be available to Christ in the instant that he reveals himself to us. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory.